Welcome back to Naked in the Dark with your host and mental friend, Georgia. I'd like to thank all that have listened and all the new listeners I've acquired for taking a moment to get comfortable with me. I appreciate all the love and support that I've received thus far, the visits to the website, messages of encouragement. I appreciate them all. And more importantly, I hope they continue. So if you have not already done so, please go grab a cup of something soothing and let's get into it. I have been sitting back watching for months some of America's ugliest moments. And that's usually not a position that I'm in. I would be the first to say that I am excellent at being visible in a room, but mentally just simply not being there. And it's a coping skill that I developed a long time ago. And over the course of maybe the last year, I have attempted to not use my superpower because in order for me to make decisions for both myself and my youngest, I had to be aware. When this pandemic first started and we were all sent home, and I don't wanna say all as in this is everyone's life because not everyone was sent home. We had first responders, we had essential employees, people out there every day um, putting themselves essentially in harm's way over what is being portrayed in the media as an extremely deadly virus. At the same time, having to supply the needs of their family. Um, So they had to make a decision. And that decision had to be to put their family first. Now, what we're watching is people being placed in that same predicament, but not in the name of a virus, but more in the name of some political mess that has absolutely nothing to do with this virus. Enforcing people to make decisions for their life. By making them choose between their job or a drug. I personally chose to walk away from an organization I was working for, a Jesuit college. They started making decisions that seemed to cross ethical lines for me. Um, in which they were just simply asking me, and I'm going to I'm going to minimize it right now because in comparison to what's happening right now, them asking me f- to be tested was nothing. Uh, we were sent home a year ago. We were working from home. I wasn't due to be back in the office for months, but they wanted to start randomly testing people, and they wanted us to submit to testing. So by their logic, 
it made sense for them to tell me to leave my very safe cocoon and come out and be tested in order for them to see if I had COVID. And then, which meant that I had to come out and be around other people for the test to get a result and then come back. So I opted out of that and that wasn't enough for them. And it got to the point where there was HR involved and I'm written up and I'm threatening my job and I just don't have a spirit of fear. And I will stand up and screaming from the mountaintops. As long as my grandmother says it's okay, then that's it. That's gospel to me. I knew that them requiring us to take a shot would be coming down the pike and that's exactly what they did and all of this goes completely against everything that i personally want for my life or even my child's life i used to be someone who would rush to the doctor's office and rush right out of the doctor's office to the pharmacy with a brand new prescription I used to until I realized how much I was spending in discovery, not even results, not necessarily even in healing, but discovery, only for me to still have to keep coming back for more. I don't live that lifestyle anymore. So the idea that the only way I can be healthy and the community around me can be healthy, healthy is to have me take a drug with unknown side effects. And when I say unknown, I'm simply stating I don't take that drug. I've never taken that drug. So until I put that drug in my body, I have no idea how that drug is going to interact with me. It wasn't worth the risk for me. It was not even a thought for me. So I had no problem laying it all on the line and telling them to go blow themselves because it was not for me and there was no amount of pressure that was gonna make that change for me. I became a headache on purpose because I've never been in a position before where someone was so misguided as to think they could tell me what I could and could not do with myself. To tell me that I have to go and have someone test me. Then to tell me I have to go and get a drug. At what point have I been unsafe during this whole process? I don't believe in suffocating myself, but I wore a mask. I don't believe in cutting off my social, my, my social uh, uh, groups because something or someone or some illness is floating around because there's other elements of this that could cause health issues too. Depression, anxiety, fear. Succumbing to those three things can be equally unhealthy and can also lead to death too. 
I changed my entire lifestyle in an effort to become healthier. And I'm talking about the meditation, my spiritual connection, my food, what foods I will allow in my system to begin with, how I prepare my foods, where they come from, the ingredients in my food. I have put so much work into being a healthier version of myself that it was not even a question for me if I was willing to take a shot. My reality does not look like that that's been projected on the news. I don't know hundreds of people who've passed away. I don't even know two people that have passed away from COVID. I don't know one. So with respect to everyone that has lost someone out there due to this illness, I offer you my condolences. I am not the person that hurt them. I don't have to change my lifestyle to make anyone feel better about their lifestyle. I respect everyone around me enough to respect their choices. The same way I can talk to someone right now who is willing to take the shot and they will regurgitate everything that they've heard on the news for the last 20, 30, whatever years, however long we've had a television where someone's been repetitive and spewing the same exact rhetoric all across our airwaves. I can find people who will tell you which herb, which vitamin, which mineral your body is deficient of to get your health aligned with where it needs to be. So when these viruses come running through, our body can defend them to the best of our ability. What I've seen over the course of months is people with information that does not look like what you would get off your CNN or your Fox News or your local television station I've seen people get censored. Now I mentioned before that I tend to be the type of person that will walk in a room and completely be unaware of what's happening because I am not social on social media. When Facebook came out, I had a Facebook page. When MySpace was out, I had a MySpace page. And to an extent in which I could be, I was social on social media. I had Twitter. I watched the state of things. I saw some things transpire that I thought was completely ugly. And I removed myself from those platforms because there's a lot of things in this life that are very certain. I have no problem making friends. And I believe friendships have an actual touch, a smell, a feel. 
They have connecting memories that are not on the screen that's hurting your eyes. I don't have to wear blue blockers when I'm talking to my friends in person, when we're sitting around in the living room having a good laugh or sitting at the kitchen table. So it was nothing for me to turn that off. When I acquired a, a, a Facebook page or even another Twitter account, it was business related. Organizations like the American Payroll Association uses Twitter to do a chat session, or there are groups in Facebook where you can chat, uh, where you can ask a question about some law or rule so that you can get assistance to make sure that you're performing your job accurately. And that's it. They're no friends. They're, 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 no one's telling me about their, their birthday extravaganza on that site. That's not social. That's not friendship to me. So I could never exploit it that way. So when I dropped the accounts, when I created the accounts for the podcast, it was solely for purposes of making sure that the assistance that I felt like I had in me to offer could make it out to people. And that's it. But as I'm out here, because I'm a firm believer that what is for you to have will come to you. I'm a firm believer that when there is a word for you to hear, the message will make its way to you. And it's not for me to tell someone that they're lying. It's not for me to tell someone that their truth is not their truth. It's not for me to tell someone that the way they perceive something is inaccurate simply because I don't choose to follow that, that mode of thinking. All it takes is for one person to have a reaction that is different from somebody else's and your point of view changes. It's just that simple. So who am I to tell the thousands of people who have had adverse reactions to this shot that their adverse reactions didn't come from this shot, especially when they had no health issues prior to. I'm not talking about the people who have had health issues prior to taking the shot. You really are risking yourself putting a portion of the virus in you to make it connect and, and, and so your body can recognize can still be that thing that triggers that symptom within you. You have asthma, you're obese, you have heart issues already, you put the little thing and then all of a sudden that has exacerbated your symptoms. If you're willing to take the risk, who am I to stop you? But if there are a group of people bringing my attention to the fact that, hey, wait a minute, somebody over here was having, was not having an irregular period before. Someone else over here did not have this issues with their genitals. Someone else over here did not have myocarditis. My grandmother almost died from her first shot. Who am I to say that these facts are not facts simply because I want to be out of this circumstance. 
I'm not really honestly seeing a reason why we are not out of this circumstance today. The number of people that survive from this thing is still far greatly outweighing the number of people who are dying. We have bills trying to be passed under the cover of nights that have no bearing on this actual pandemic that we're kind of stuck in. We have a tyrannical president that has lost his freaking mind to go so far as to say that someone is required to do something and you've pushed this on to employers who may or may not have the same view as you. Now, the employer that I worked for went balls to the wall as a Jesuit college and forced people to choose this vaccine that is made with aborted fetus parts. So that in itself meant that I was with an organization that had absolutely no coof. You don't make any sense from the door at this point. This has nothing to do with life-saving measures. People have refused the vaccine for years, decades, whatever. I am not the only human that has chosen not to take that vaccine. We have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Google, blatantly being disgusting, searching for videos, searching for videos on websites, information not found, pages being ripped off, people having to say Vaseline, donuts, jabs. I think I heard someone call it an orange. because they don't want the other side of someone else's truth to be told. I have never seen so many people pull out documented facts. I've never seen so many doctors and scientists stand up and say, what is wrong? Why are you guys pushing this? I sat on an eight our FDA Zoom uh, uh, live meeting where the statistics that were offered on a white, black and white document by Pfizer had the wrong information and when they were challenged they could not provide a real reason on why they submitted a document with the wrong information. The first shot had 60 to 70 percent efficacy and the second had 50 to 60 percent efficacy it's going down, but you're reporting it as 90 to 100% efficacy. But highlights of that snippet is worthy of being taken down and considered misinformation simply because it goes against the big picture that everyone try is trying to drive home right now.
The bottom line is really simple and plain. We have every right to choose. And there are just some hills that I'm always willing to die on. I made a choice to vaccinate my children. I have an autistic son. I have to eat that for the rest of our lives. I have to sit with that for the rest of our lives. In what world do I make that mistake twice? None. In what world do I continue to make decisions that not only don't benefit me, but they don't benefit him? I don't have a house filled with medication. I used to. I used to buy out Rite Aid in the event that. Rite Aid is a pharmacy that used to be here in Maryland. I don't know if we still have any stores here. I don't even know if they're nationwide. Here in Maryland, we had a store called Rite Aid. I would go in and buy out Rite Aid. Allergy medicine this, cold medicine this, and I can't even say that my children got sick like that. I had one child that was pretty sick as an infant. For whatever reason, if it blew past her, she was sick. But I'm not that person anymore. We don't have those challenges anymore. And I'm not going to create a world in which we have those challenges. I have never been so disgusted to be an American than I am at this point. I've never been so disgusted to open my eyes and see all the things that I'm seeing. In 2021, censorship is legal. In 2021, censorship is pushed. The former president was shut down. It was so funny to a group of people. It was so hilarious to a sector of people that he was shut down, that he was censored. Here we are now in a space where it's a prime example of how far someone is will, will go if you simply allow them to by letting up even a little bit. Censoring him has now made it okay for them to censor anyone and that's just censorship. And if it continues or if it's allowed to continue, what else are they willing to take? What else are they willing to take from us? I am not this big political anything. There's probably only five people that may or may not even listen to this. But if that's five people that could have heard me and five people that were prevented from hearing me, then that's five people that don't know potentially what I know and something that I know could have helped the next person. I was fortunate enough to not have lost my grandmother after that first shot. But with the way they have been quashing information and quashing 
people's right to speak their truth and to spread their knowledge. I am almost shocked that I even have encountered this much information. Fear has been driving the narrative for so long and it's so disgusting. And there has to be a stopping point at which we all stand up and say, enough is enough. There is no man-made virus from some lab that grew two legs and walked out and decided to slap itself into the lungs of some person and spread far and wide across the seas into America. That can make me afraid. And there is no person that can threaten my ability to house my 65 inch television that I don't turn on by threatening my financial livelihood and the roof over my head to make me put something in my veins that I don't agree with. I have had some of the most one-sided, respectful conversations with people, understanding their viewpoint and their right to decide while they continue to stand on the side of what they were taught when they got their first injection themselves. I didn't, I wasn't with or amongst the list of thousands of people that was excited when Pepsi decided to put out a new brand flavor of soda. If I'm not asking you to change your lifestyle for me, then I can't possibly accept you asking me to change my lifestyle for you. We all have choices. We all have choices. And I choose to stand up for those who are not being allowed to speak. So I said all of this to say that in the coming months, as I continue or as I continue to post and put audios out, You may see some things that have absolutely nothing to do with the origins of the page. And I'm, I am unapologetically okay with that. My goal has always been from the start to be helpful. My goal has always been from the start to share something with someone that may or may not be able to, or may even feel like they can't do something with and or for themselves. But I've never been sheep. I've never been a punk. 
I've never been scared. I've never been fearful. So I won't start today. And it's not the most popular thing to say. It's not the most popular thing to do. But I've never been popular either. So I can't aspire for goals that I've never quite had before and, and, and get mad because I haven't quite reached those heights. I don't know what that feels like. So I'm fine being down here by myself. I wish everyone nothing but happiness, nothing but the greatest of spirits. I pray that everyone becomes the healthiest that they can be, that they overcome these these comorbidities that they have that are holding them hostage to a pill, holding them hostage to a doctor's bill, holding them hostage to a doctor's office. I pray that they are able to do things that they were never able to do because they've been given a new lease on life and they've, they've found a different way of, of living it. I pray for just that. And I also pray that those out there that are scared and, and fearful of loss, I pray that you dig deep. I pray that you dig really deep and recognize that if it wasn't in you to do it to begin with, you don't have to change that and you will be fine. You will be fine. Man can't take from you what God has for you. That's it. If you are not willing to stand for something, then be prepared to trip all over yourself falling for every daggone thing that is out there. And be comfortable knowing that you are falling for no reason. And that at any point in time you choose to stand up, the rest of us are here waiting with you, waiting for you. It's not okay. It's not okay. Something as simple as someone being told that they don't have the right to speak up is not okay. It's not. I'm an advocate for self. Self first. Without me, my son does not have a standing chance. Everything he needs will be provided. His mother will be taken care of. And those are the principles that I stand on. I am not sure where this path of insanity is going to take any of us. At all. But I absolutely appreciate and respect some of the very important people not scared to stand up and speak truth over over their rigidity for change. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good always, but it is super necessary. You don't have to do what I do. I respect your decision. 
to take that vaccine if you want to. I respect absolutely every bit of the decision. If you've sat there and you've went through the list of ingredients in there and you understand what you're putting in your body and you accept whatever the outcome is, I respect your position. I just ask that you respect the positions of everyone else around you. Because I work with my son every day. No one else does that but me. No one. And if I die from somebody else's choice, who's going to step in and help me? No one. Be kind to the next person. Be caring to the next person. Be generous to the next person. It's a reflection of your heart. That's where humanity comes in. With everything going on, we don't have to forget humanity. So I hope that you've enjoyed this moment with me today. I've certainly enjoyed this time with you. Please take a minute to go to the website. It's www.nakedinthedarkpodcast.com. The links can be found on Instagram, Facebook, as well as the Twitter pages as well. If you are subscribed to either of those, as well as in the SoundCloud page and the Apple site as well. Please like, share, subscribe, follow, tell a friend, but most importantly, since I look forward to the time we've spent, come back and chat with me soon. Stay encouraged. Namaste. Namaste.